Hello and welcome to the 49ers First and 10 podcast. 10 minutes of the most up-to-date 49ers news first thing in the morning. I'm your host, Brianna McDonald, and I'm joined by 49ers team reporter, Lindsay Polares. In today's episode, we're talking off-season NFL power rankings. Now, the last time we checked in on the league's power rankings, national outlets graded how well the 49ers did in the 2023 NFL draft. With the most recent edition, media outlets are taking into account the biggest off-season events such as free agency, the draft, and all the roster moves that happen in between. Lindsay, before we dive into where the team is ranked amongst the league, what would you say were the 49ers' biggest moments so far in the offseason? I think there's a lot, actually. Um, You know, I think a lot of people didn't expect a ton of free agency moves from the San Francisco 49ers, but in in 49ers fashion, uh, you know, the front office headed up by general manager John Lynch just surprised everyone with the Javon Hargrave signing from the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, I think the trade in the draft was kind of to be expected, but it was a splash play, which I love. Um, And I think it's all just leading up to a really good 2023, if I'm being honest. Um, Obviously, I'm super optimistic about it, but I think all of the moves were made to come back even more competitive for this upcoming season. With all that's gone on over the past few months, it's hard to say that the NFL offseason is boring Mm -hmm. because, man, has it been busy. All right, so we've got three different rankings to look at. We'll start with Pro Football Focus. NFL writers Dalton Wasserman and Jim Wyman ranked the San Francisco 49ers as the second best team in the league, right under the Philadelphia Eagles that were given the top spot in PFF's power rankings. And it was interesting to see how PFF gave analysis to each ranking. They divided it into multiple categories. The first was biggest strength. What did PFF say were the 49ers' biggest strengths? Yeah, so I think this one is kind of what we've been talking about all offseason is that the 49ers didn't have a lot of gaping holes in their roster, right? The playmakers were set before we entered free agency, before we entered the draft. And so the whole theme of this entire offseason was add depth, add depth, add more depth. So you think about the big names, Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk on the other side of the ball. You got your Fred Warner. You got your Charverius Ward. Um, you know, you got your Talano Funga to Sean Gibson Sr. I could go on and on. But there wasn't a ton of holes that you needed to fill this offseason in the starting rotation, whether it was on offense or defense. Um, so the biggest strength is that the 49ers roster was stacked. And then just to add a little bit more in the offseason, you find yourself in a really, really good position heading into training camp. Yeah, there's no question that the 49ers have playmakers on both sides of the ball. But I'd say the 49ers' biggest strength for the upcoming season is going to be the defensive line in specific, with the NFL Defensive Player of the Year, Nick Bosa, returning to the edge, Drake Jackson stepping into his second year, and defensive coordinator Steve Wilkes said that Jackson and Javon Kinlaw have been looking great during their offseason training and a staple of the defensive line, Eric Armstead, attacking the interior. And now Javon Hargrave is in the mix. I mean, that's a really special group. I'm excited to see how all of those players and some rookies and free agents work together this season. What would you say are the 49ers' biggest strength in 2023? Oh, man. Uh, You know, I think it is just the amount of veteran skill players on the offense. I'm going to go on the other side of the ball just because I keep thinking back to the franchise-changing 
trade of getting Christian McCaffrey in week seven. And I think he's the gift that's going to keep on giving, right? And then you've got Brandon Ayuk, who got his first 1,000-yard receiving season. Um, he's going to continue to build in year four. You have Debo Samuel, who is just incredible. He's this hybrid running back, wide out, wide back, we've heard over the years. Um, and then you've got George Kittle, who had, what was it, 11 touchdowns last season. I think you've got a lot of really, really good, versatile, skilled players on the offense. They're veterans. They know what they're doing. So whenever the 49ers do make a decision at quarterback, because it will happen at some point, uh, Whoever is stepping into that role has an arsenal of weapons to use. They've got nothing to worry about and just so much talent on that side of the ball. Another interesting category that PFF outlined in their ranking was a rookie to watch. Which 49ers rookie is PFF keeping their eye on? Yeah, so uh, gold helmet recipient safety Jair Brown is uh, the rookie to watch for PFF. Um, this was the number one target for the 49ers during the draft, and so much so that they traded up in order to make sure that he was in a red and gold uniform. Um, I think you talk about him as the future of the secondary. We heard it from Steve Wilkes, um, and you just hear Adam Peters, our assistant general manager, just speak so highly of him. Same thing with John Lynch. Pretty much everybody is singing Brown's praises. It's great to hear. And again, I'll throw this stat out again because I think it's so impressive. He is the only rookie out of that 2023 draft class with 10 interceptions over the course of the last two seasons. You've got a player that's excited to be here, has the skill to be here, and has been described as a really physical player. Yeah, that's somebody to get excited about. Okay, one rookie that has definitely been in the spotlight that I'll be watching is kicker Jake Moody. If Jim Harbaugh called him a Michigan legend, I'm excited to see what he can do for the 49ers. But which rookie is on your watch list? You know, I think of the other gold uh, helmet recipient, and that is a seventh round draft pick tight end Braden Willis um, I think one of the best strengths to his game is his yards after the catch that's so characteristic of the 49ers offense I think he's gonna fit in with George Kittle real real well with Debo Samuel I think there's gonna be a lot of camaraderie in that locker room and I think just to see how excited these guys are to be playing for San Francisco is crazy he was one of the guys that got drafted and then did a backflip into a pool because he was so excited to be here um, you know, I think just a great skill set. He's got great size and so excited to just be here at Levi Stadium. We heard from him during uh, rookie minicamp availability. Just keep your eyes on him. I think I think he's going to surprise a lot of people coming out of that seventh round. Yeah, that's great. Next up is Pro Football Network's ranking. The 49ers came in at number four on their list under the Kansas City Chiefs, Philadelphia Eagles, and Cincinnati Bengals placing the 49ers in their elite team tier. What was their explanation for ranking the 49ers at number four? Yeah, so this one's interesting. You put somebody in an elite tier, but then there was a little bit of a critique in this ranking, but let's talk about it. I mean, I think it's fair. The 49ers don't have a starting quarterback named. It's something that we were also kind of dealing with last season, not in the same way, but a question mark at quarterback. So that's fair. I think that's a situation that's going to sort itself out right now. You've got two guys competing in Sam Darnold and Trey Lance. And whenever Brock Purdy gets a clean bill of health, he'll be right in the mix too. So 
that will that will figure itself out in due time. Um, and then the second kind of concern that Pro Football Network voiced was the changing over at defensive coordinator from D'Amico Ryans, who is now the head coach of the Houston Texans. Now Steve Wilkes is in the building. I really don't think there's anything to worry about here. Um, you've got a guy that is a player's coach. He cares about the guys he's coaching about, and he is not going to really change the game up too much. He came in with a very similar defensive philosophy as the 49ers, as D'Amico Ryans, and that you build an elite defense from that defensive line moving back. It's also really convenient and really nice that Wilkes started as a cornerbacks coach, and he's very uh, he likes to stay true to that foundation is what he said. So he's going to be coaching up the cornerbacks. Um, I think we're going to see a jump in that in that group just with his leadership. So I don't know, nothing really to worry about, you know. <laughs> At least we're in their elite team category. Yeah, I would say, yeah, the elite designation's good, and I think their concerns are valid, but not a huge deal. <laughs> yeah. Finally, we have ESPN's NFL ranking. They ranked the 49ers as the fifth best team in the league. What was their insight? Yeah, so I think uh, Nick Wagner is the one that submitted, and he's a regular media member here. Um, and I think – a lot of the talk this offseason was about bringing that defensive line back to the 2019 level of that team that ended up in the Super Bowl, right? Um, and I think the 49ers made the moves to get there. You go get a Javon Hargrave, and as you mentioned, you got Defensive Player of the Year. You have Eric Armstead, who could play on the outside if need be, but he's an interior guy now. Then you bring in Cleland Farrell. You got Drake Jackson developing. There's a lot of talent there. So, um, you know, I think... It's a wait and see, right? But I think the talent is absolutely there. Absolutely. But that'll do it for today. Be sure to look out for all of the 49ers offseason content on 49ers.com. Thank you so much, Lindsay, for joining me in this offseason update. Don't forget to follow First and 10 on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Be sure to turn on the notifications so you're in the know when we post any breaking news updates. And thank you, Faithful, for tuning in. Uh-huh.